0: Here we go, episode seven of the Four Over Podcast. A podcast by Marcus Point Baptist Church. I'm Jacob. I'm here with Preston. Preston, how we feeling? What we got for coffee this morning? All of the above.
1: Man, I'm good. I, I drank my coffee earlier, and so I'm zipped up and ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you have your uh, double shot. Yeah, always. 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 I yeah. had
0: my black coffee this morning as well. So. I'm ready to go. We'd
1: love to hear what you guys drink, by the way. Yeah, you like, know. if you're at Marcus Point. Or maybe Marcus not. Point, <laughs> <so>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you're at I'm Marcus and uh, you need to stop us in the hall and say, hey, this is the my coffee order. Right. Um, Just because I might want to try what well, yeah, you get. Yeah,
1: we may get a little bit outside. Hey, that would actually be zone. cool.
0: If, if you g- tell us your coffee order, we will try it and then, like, talk about it on the I'm episode. I'm down with that
1: on the next episode. Yeah, we'll yeah.
0: So if you tell us. We'll actually drink it while we're recording. I love it. That would be cool. So, yeah, if you're listening and you have President shaking his head, he's not much of a we, coffee guy. Well, so. someone's
1: just going to be like, yeah, I like Skittles in mine or something oh, freaky yeah. like it's gotta that. It's got to be a realistic yeah. drink, you know. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, no, that would be cool. But, yeah, so I'm I'm ready to go today. We're kind of part two of the prayer oh, man. today. But uh, before we get into that, we've got another great fill it up. Today. I just
1: love this segment so much. This <laughs> isn't this, one, this
0: uh, the best. This one is great. Today we're talking about off limit phrases during prayer. Oh, yes. Off limit phrases during prayer. I'm gonna go ahead and start because I gotta go. Please good one. do. Do not say daddy God. Why? Do not say daddy God. It's so weird. Now, let me let me be honest. Preston, have you ever heard anyone actually say? daddy god daddy
1: god i think is a little bit of like a caricature of it but certainly have i i have heard dad
0: yeah i don't i mean i guess i mean i could understand like the sentiment at least behind saying dad because like you're trying to give like a phrase of like intimacy yeah but it just doesn't work like, well just i don't
1: you know i, I don't want to be legalistic by any means but i think in this in the scriptures the word is lord you know even when it says yeah. father um it's still a little bit reverence it's like, a
0: reverence. Hi- it's like it's, a, a reverence it's yeah. a little
1: bit higher than just simply father you know and and so i don't know i just it's just weird i just can't yeah do it. i
0: don't know don't <laughs> say that yeah just just lay off from that you know what about
1: name vomiting
0: like, oh, father, 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 <laughs> uh, we, no, uh, Father, God, so God Father,
1: Lord, we ask, Father, God, Lord, We Lord, are making God. some people really sad. Elohim, she- she- Shekinah. You know, it's just like, it's those people that just back to back. I mean, they <laughs> Dude, got every not, title in I, the
0: book. I'm not going to lie. I am so guilty of this. <laughs> I like catch myself and I'm like, Father, thank you for this day, Lord, and we're just yeah. and it's like, oh, that's me. Like, oh, I don't. Why do we do that?
1: I don't know, man. I think it's just. I, I think it's nervousness. You know, we're not dissing you too hard because we struggle with it too. But I oh mean, yeah, I mean,
0: I'm definitely guilty. But
1: listen, if you if you have more than three titles in one sentence, you have a problem. Like you really need to work on some better, Dude, you know, content for you your say prayers to God. Name
0: vomiting, but I think about. <laughs> I think about like just word vomiting in general. Like God, just, 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 just show up. You know, it's like man, just what's well, it in our
1: culture anyway, isn't it? I mean, it's intrinsic because I mean, how many people do we know that's just like 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 yeah, like it's this, verbal like crutches. That, it you it know? really
0: is probably when we say like Lord and God and things like that, it's honestly, for the most part, probably verbal crutches yeah. for the most part. You're right, but anyway, that's funny. I I got one that I think is uh is good. Hit uh, it. Nourishment to our bodies.
1: Oh, yeah. So Gotta love that this one. Is,
0: this is the thing. God let this food be nourishment to our body. Okay. I feel like God sometimes is up in heaven and he's going, well, maybe eat nourishing food. Like, stop eating McDonald's and going, God, let this food be nourishing. Let this
1: Big Mac with a large fry just be nourishment over caloric for my day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like, what am I talking about? God.
0: God. God, just. Father. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, That's great. But yeah, we'll be like praying for our fried chicken at the Baptist uh, throwdown. And it's like. Oh my goodness. God, let this be nourishing. And God, God is probably like, man, like. I know I turned water into wine, but turning the, the Dude, turning I know the, the fried chicken into a into a salad, I don't know. Well, anyway, I mean, that's...
1: you're from a small town. You there's this staple um buffet place anywhere you go. I swear those buffet guys, they've got to be, there's got to be an organization for the small down buffet guys, like nationally, because they pick somewhere five miles from the church. They get it. They they know. If I put that right there, I'll be in business for generations. All
0: all I have to do is open on Sundays and boom. That's
1: it. That's That's it. it. Just one day hitters. And I mean, because some guy's going to come in there and get three plates of fried chicken and not the little fried chicken either. I'm talking about honking pieces of fried chicken yep. and yep. to say please bring <laughs> nourishment for my bodies yeah i'm like a camel i'm gonna store calories for about six weeks <laughs> off of this massive chicken wing that i've eaten three times over That's great <laughs> then i just drench and ranch like it's in the shallow end oh, of a pool like just, dude it is yeah oh it's uh, so i fun. can go all day on that i need to shut up yeah. uh, you know and Another thing is redundancy in prayers. I know we already talked about kind of like the name vomiting, but, you know, it really cracks me up when someone's praying and they're like, God, really just, really, just God, really, just, just. (laughs) It's like, you know, God. Can do whatever he wants. You don't have to beg him if he's gonna. Do, as we said in the last podcast, he he's either hearing your prayer because it's in the right place or not. So you don't have to be like, really, God, just just please. It's like you're trying to strike up some kind of trade or deal with him. You know, so please don't be a really just Lord, Lord, God, Father, God kind of person. You know,
0: people probably think we're like a lot of this is all in joke. It is. It is all in joke. So some people are getting really hurt right now, and we're just. No, around.
1: we're just trying to make light of that, you know, that good old prayer circle that, <laughs> that everybody gets a part of. The and things we
0: do and we just never think about. Like, If why you do don't do walk
1: this? out of the average prayer circle with at least something that you're like, <laughs> that was a little weird. Have you, ever, you know, I have, mean, you're not you're not paying attention. Have you ever
0: heard the phrase uh, traveling mercies? No. Yeah. So this is a pretty big one that I've heard, it's like God just give us traveling mercies. Interesting. (laughs) Traveling mercies. So I mean it's just like God protect us as we travel. But the phrase traveling mercies, I don't I don't know. Yeah. To me it's It's
1: definitely an old school phrase. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like but it's like God just just protect us as we travel or you know, be with us as we travel. But traveling mercies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Amen.
1: All right. So I am I am taking a light jab at some of the charismatic folks who might be oh, uh, no. listening. But you got I mean, if you're a charismatic kind of person, then you've got more jokes than we do when it comes to prayer. Things. That's true. I mean, and, and, and I mean, you probably love that. But I mean, can you relate when you hear someone say, I just want to echo more of that? <laughs> I just want to echo that. Lord, I, I, you know, I just want to say this and then I just want it, I just wanted to travel. Like, we're just like in some weird cave. Like, <laughs> just like, what are you talking about? Like, we're talking to God. Who else do you want to hear? It? The bats like hanging off the ceiling? Like, yeah. what are you talking about, man? Like, I just want to echo more of that.
0: <laughs> it's so strange. Oh. <laughs> what a weird statement. So, <laughs> oh, oh. People are either really laughing or they've turned us off. <laughs> My house is gonna get egged today. <laughs> I just uh, know it. That's great. Did you have one more? I'm 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 out. Yeah, it's another one. Uh, oh, it's God. One. Yeah. Preston came loaded for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: in it, dude. I'm all in it. But uh yeah, so obviously I want to echo more of that. But if you're you know, we just need more of you. Lord, <laughs> we just need more of you. It's like okay. Let's try to relate that to scripture. When Moses was in the cleft of the rock and God showed up and he could barely see God's back and it could have killed him because of his presence. You'd think Moses was like, yeah, I just want more of you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: he because, was saying like, whoa, this is too much. I'm yeah, going to die. Yeah, he was like, chill. You know, like, like uh, Isaiah when he stood before you know the Lord and was like, whoa, I'm a man of unclean lips. Like, I don't think the Church of America is like truly grasping what they're asking, yeah, uh to see more of him, which yeah, <laughs> I get the concept, I get the concept, I get the concept i just but I think that like too, we like have the holy Spirit within us, so like, absolutely we, we have him, yeah, so like either we don't realize that or something, but like we're like, yeah, yeah. Just,
1: God is enough, like if he's if he's with you and he's if he's in the pre now i I do understand. Us desiring the presence of God, especially in our church. You know, we never want to be a
0: church that or wanting to see more of Him, like yeah, like we know You're here, but we want to like see more. I get it, but, but
1: dude, if He's there, He's there. Okay, <laughs> like you know, unless you just want to be like obliterated because of His actual presence being there. <laughs> like, there's a day coming
0: <laughs> <Imagine> where <laughs> this church disappears because God shows up. Boom, made a big crater in- <laughs> dude. Oh, God. You That's know, I was great. thinking
1: about this too, Jay. This is so off topic. Do you think there's HOAs in heaven? Definitely
0: not. (laughs) Definitely
1: not. Because, I mean, I would like to think there are neighborhoods and there's people, you know, with living situations like in heaven and stuff like that. I don't know, but... but you
0: know that the word, like, in my father's house are many mansions? Yeah. You know that the word mansions doesn't actually mean, like, everyone gets their individual mansion. Oh. It actually is, like, apartments. And basically the idea is, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I could be wrong on this, but like the idea is in those times, a father would have a house and when his son or daughter or whatever get married, they would basically build an addition to the house and they would live and that what? would be their section. So the idea is like, we're all in God's house. Yeah. So like, that's I don't know cool. if that's like actually, but so if there's just one house, that would be a one, a if massive it's house. If my
1: preference, I'd like a town home. I've always wanted to <laughs> live in a townhome. Like I've always just had an apartment, a house. townhome, like, somewhere in the middle. No, it's not up to me, obviously. But- no,
0: but yeah. <laughs> but God, yeah. Here's my prayer. Really, no. just Father.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> just oh, I could go all day with this man. Yeah,
0: some people. Do not like us. Well, this all is part
1: jokes. two, all and we're excited to kind of give a second half to the topic of prayer. You know, in the first half, we really just talked about what prayers does God respond to or not respond to. So if you've somehow landed in this podcast first, we highly encourage you to go back yeah, and listen to that one first. One. But if you don't, it's okay, because the two topics, that go together, but you don't necessarily have to listen to them in order. Where in this one, we're really just going to be talking about, like, what is prayer? and how do we pray? Yeah. And so, Jacob, what? how do we define what prayer is?
0: Yeah, so prayer is simply just a two-way open line of communication with God. Um, and so God talks to us, we talk to Him, and it's always open, it's always available. We don't have to put certain words together to do it. We don't have to pick up the phone, dial a certain number. Like, God is an ever-present help when we need Him. Um, and so we can always communicate with him, but it's two-way. like God speaks to us, we right. speak to him. um and so that's a it's an open line of communication with yeah, God. And, and it's really and we all don't want
1: we don't want to just skip past that because truthfully, I mean, that's one of the biggest misconceptions about prayer is that or at least malpractices <laughs> of it is that we treat prayer as just one way, either right. God's telling us something. We're telling them something where in your in your habits of prayer, you really need to iron out that you speak and God speaks, or God speaks and then you speak. And yeah. there's got to be a listening on your end if you want to truthfully communicate with God. No, you're not going to hear necessarily a big, loud, yeah, booming what... voice, but you will receive peace in your life as God is revealing things to you through the Holy Spirit. And we'll talk about more. of the holy spirit and that's a good point too because
0: i know in a second we're going to talk about praying without ceasing in that concept yeah but if you think about it if hearing from god is prayer then you could be quite literally sitting in a service and the preacher's preaching and god is speaking to you through his word and a lot of times we don't think of that as prayer but it is god speaking to us so if we're listening We could be hearing the truth of God's word spoken, but also be in prayer as God is speaking to us. Just an interesting interesting thought there. But So really, the big question that we're going to focus on, now that we kind of know that's what prayer is, is how to pray. Like, how do we pray? Yeah. And I think this is, for a lot of people, some of the things we're going to talk about, you're going to be like, of course, we know this, like, but... I think that we have to sometimes be reminded of some of the simple things because we can make it so intricate and so difficult sometimes to pray when really if we just go back to what the basics of prayer are we realize like man prayer I've made prayer far too difficult yeah. and I just need to talk with God so we're going to talk about that um and I think the 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 first place to start One of the big sections of scripture I would encourage you to go to is Luke chapter 11. And this is where the disciples basically ask in verse one, they say, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples, like teach us to pray. I think this is a good spot. If you're here and you're like, I want to know how I should pray. My first recommendation would be for you to ask God the same questions the disciples asked Jesus. God, how do I pray? God, teach me how to pray. Like, God, you've given me your Holy Spirit, so teach me to pray. Teach me what it means to pray. I just sometimes we skip over that and we go straight to the Lord's Prayer, right? Because that's like really, you know, the model prayer. Like we want to we want to go and learn from that. We pick that apart. But we miss that like their first prayer was God teach us to pray. Exactly. So what greater teacher than God? So our Lord teach us to pray. So, asking for God, or you know, asking, saying, "Teach me to pray." I think that's a great spot to start and a great prayer to begin with.
1: Absolutely, and you got to understand that each part of that prayer that Jesus gives as an example all have very specific yeah. things. It's not just a a um, a reciting. Ritualistic, um, glorified statement. I mean, to some Christians listening, it might be as repetitive in your mind as like doing the Pledge of Allegiance, or yeah, you can something probably recite else. it. Yeah. If you're really old, you know, like the Royal Ambassador stuff and all that kind of stuff, it all just kind of flows together. But it's more than that. It's yeah. from the Bible. It yeah. is the model prayer, and each part of it matters.
0: And in a second, in a second, I'm a part of what I want to do is walk through that. And kind of talk about how we can look at the model prayer and we can see certain things that we need to pray through. But we'll get to that in a second because there's a topic out there, you know, after you've asked God, you know, God, teach teach me to pray. There's a concept that trips a lot of people up, and and Preston is going to talk about it a little bit, but it's the concept of praying without ceasing. Yeah. And So Preston, talk to us a little bit about praying without ceasing and what that looks like for us if we're going to really live that out.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jacob. Yeah, praying without ceasing can be pretty intimidating to people because, well, we all know that prayer is probably one of the more ambiguous subjects when it comes to us and God right and then when then you have the New Testament talking about this thing called praying without ceasing we just did an entire podcast talking about the value of prayer and being intentional with the moments of prayer that you have what we were talking about there was kind of like the formal praying you know where you're praying in secret you're getting away from what's around you and really giving God that one-on-one a hundred percent of your attention nothing else is involved no elements of distraction now you've got a second form of prayer, that is taught through Scripture, that's prayer without ceasing. So let me define that. Um, in my definition, uh, yours may differ a little bit or you may hear it a little bit differently, which which is okay as long as it's got the same spirit. But to me, praying without ceasing is a committed mindset to be in communication with God and to ceaselessly worship Him through present communication and adoration. So big words, but what I mean by that is as you go throughout your day, your mind is on things above. Colossians 3 two says, set your mind on the things above. Above, not on the things that are on earth, and so if you have too many habits within your day that pull your mind to simply think on the things of the world, now they are normal things that you got in your life, finances yeah, your and your family, your job, the things you know. When where's your next meal coming? You know who's cooking dinner, whatever. But. Those are okay because those are just things that are naturally intrinsic, but if all you're thinking about throughout the day is just hitting that next episode of that show you're watching, I would probably say you need to replace that mental habit of being tied to the things of the world, to the things of God. If that's what's entering your mind as you go through the decisions of your life, the circumstances of your life— I would say to you know reevaluate those and remove some of those things that draw you away from God and instead insert God into those thoughts and say, God, I want to interact with you, not just through these intentional moments of my day that I plan and I get away from everything to talk to you and to hear from you, but to speak to you and give you adoration throughout the day, throughout your circumstances. Yeah,
0: I think we have to make sure that we hold our thoughts captive and don't let our thoughts hold us captive. Because I think about, Preston, just being honest, I'm a guy who, like, talks to myself. So, like, I think the nature of being, like, one of my giftedness or areas of giftedness is public speaking, and I just, I love to speak. I'm a student of speaking. I love to preach. I love to do all those things. So I'm constantly, like, going through things in my head, talking to myself about, like, oh, I think I need to, you know, when I... When I speak at this event, I maybe I should, you know, talk about this or, ooh, excuse me, um, or something like that. But I've learned that sometimes my thoughts hold me captive, and I have like a lot of anxious thoughts that run through my mind. Yeah, and I'll talk to myself. Maybe I'll have a conversation with someone. Excuse me, man, dude. These allergies <laughs> are like great. kicking this my tail. One of the worst ever. Um, but I have had uh. Times where I'll have a conversation with someone and maybe it's not the greatest conversation or something like that. I don't know. Have you ever had those before and you walk away and you're super flustered and you just like, for me, I go in the car and I just start talking to myself. Right. And uh, in those moments, I'll talk to myself and I'll be like, I can't believe that they said that. I can't. And I've learned to take those moments of anxious thoughts or anxious talking to myself and turn them into giving it to God. Right. So instead of going in the car and going, man, like I, I can't believe they did this, or man, I really should have said this, or blah blah. blah I, I'm going and I'm saying, okay, God, I'm really flustered about this. Yeah. And I'm really feeling this way, and I'm in my heart, I'm really wishing I would have said this, but I know that's not right. And like talking, talking about it with God, because if I'm going to talk out loud to myself, why not? take it to God in the first place so like that's the point switching from switching your thoughts from just thoughts of talking to yourself or you know contemplating things with yourself and involving and giving them to God yeah All throughout the day. Yeah, that's great.
1: One One of the funny things we had in our last podcast when we were doing the fill it up segment was kind of just talking about word vomiting and the repetition that we hear in prayer a lot. And of course, I'm not trying to just criticize people's prayers, but I think it is okay to examine some of it. I think a lot of times, and this happens to me as well, when I pray, I think people can probably tell if I haven't been praying because... Typically, someone who's really repetitive in their prayer and it's just kind of over and over again saying the same old things, same old sayings, that's a pretty clear-cut sign that you haven't been praying without ceasing, because people who pray without ceasing, their prayers are actually shorter. Their prayers typically are a little bit more intentional and a little bit more direct, and and kind of end quicker than some other people's prayers, where we all know that guy who, um, there's a story that I have uh, in my last job, there was a family that invited me to lunch after church, and uh man, this house was beautiful, you know, it's like this old historic home, and we get in there, it's this huge family, and we get around this table, I'll never forget this, but um we're all sitting there and it's all this just one family and they just invited me to join in with their every sunday lunch that they family lunch that they do together and the the grandmother is the one who cooked all this food right and she's sitting at the head of the table and uh, she is like, the, she is the queen of this family. And she asks uh, one of the younger kids to pray. I mean, young, he was actually more like 17, 18 years old. And asks him to pray for the meal. Well, he starts praying. And the food's all there on the table. And I know everybody, you're thinking what I'm thinking. He goes for a while. I mean, he's over 60 to 90 seconds here. He's going and going and going. And I'm a peeker. I just am. I peek in prayers, you know, if I'm thinking too much. (laughs) So I peek, I look up, and I see this grandmother, and she is fuming because the food is getting cold. She had put all this work in for hours, and this guy is still praying. And it's just repetitive stuff, and I'll never forget. She literally, after about the two-minute mark, she went, all right. And everybody looked up and just started eating. Wow. And it was the weirdest moment, sorry, that's my phone, but uh, it was the weirdest moment ever because everybody was, I guess it had happened before and this was like a thing, don't pray too long with, <laughs> with a grandma in the room because she she's the one who prepared all this food. And But I actually thought it was kind of cool because obviously the, the, the student was like just like mortified, you know, he was like yeah. someone just interrupted me praying. This is sacrilege. But I thought there was actually something neat to that because... I think the grandmother, you know, understood like hey, let's let's get let's get going. Let's eat. Like this is blessed. Like you've said what you've needed to say. Be direct. Like be intentional yeah. with your prayers. Don't just have it as this intentional uh I'm sorry, non-intentional long form silliness of yeah. like a charade that's yeah. going on. We've got to be intentional well, and direct with our I prayers. I think it
0: goes back to our podcast last time like if your prayers aren't filled with faith, if you're just saying stuff to say it if you know, if you're just doing things out of the motion of things, it's not really prayer. Like you're just once again, you're just talking to yourself, yeah, because you're just going through the motions, just saying things because you know you say them or because you've heard someone else say them. It's not really prayer. Like it, it's really not prayer. Um, so I can, yeah, I can understand. I can get behind that. I, I know what you mean. And
1: before we kind of. Go through the Lord's Prayer and kind of dissect some of those points out of there. I do want to, I do want to talk against myself a little bit because uh, one of my favorite authors, Leonard Ravenhill, he actually says he's talking about ministers. He says, you know, ministers who pray less than two hours a day are not worth you know, you know, anything with or without a degree. And so some of you might be going, well, what's wrong with praying for a long time? Are you saying that you should only pray in short, you know, spurts along with ceaseless praying? Of course not. Uh, One of the things that I would suggest is to get away from the long form silliness of things is to develop for yourself a prayer journal. You know, and what that may look like is you looking through like, who do I need to be praying for? What subjects do I need to be praying for? And write it down because, you know, that's a good way to where if you really want to spend a long time, really get in that atmosphere of prayer and really kind of dig down into some good prayer. Uh, you need to have a list to help you kind of go through it so that you're not just wasting time regurgitating the same things over and over again. And And that's a way to meet in the middle. I
0: think that's a great point. I've started doing that recently and it's been super helpful. You can also go back and see when God answers prayers. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think also too, like, and I I know you're not saying this, just to clarify, like, be consistent with your prayers. So it's okay to pray for things consistently, like over and over and over and over again. I think that's a thing. That's a part of, Praying without ceasing, praying consistently. Like Jesus gives a story in Luke eighteen of the woman who um, keeps going to this ruler, and it says the ruler doesn't love. You know, he doesn't respect God or man. Like he yeah. he doesn't respect anyone. But this woman kept going, begging for justice, and he was like, "No, I don't care. No, I don't care. No, I don't care." Finally, she came to him, and he was like, "You know what? I don't respect God or man, but like because you keep nagging me, I'm gonna give you what you want." <laughs> and he says he uses that as an example, saying like pray consistently, like keep bringing your request to me. So like, I think what we're more talking about is when you're just repeating phrases that you've heard and you're just making your prayers long because it's out of tradition or because you want to seem cool or, you know, you want people to think, wow, what a prayer or something like that. And that kind of goes back once again to our last podcast. It's out of the wrong motive. It's out of a selfish motive. It's prideful. It's, it's for you more yeah. than anyone else.
1: Well, I, I did ESL, English as a Second Language, for years uh, before I got into ministry, and I learned that really quick. I remember my first week uh, in Seoul, I was teaching the middle schoolers English, and they could not understand me. And they had been studying English for a long time. They, Some of them were even basically fluent, but they couldn't understand what I was saying. Why? Because I had filtered my version of the English language through slang, through sayings, through phrases, through it, you know, all these different meanings that were sub what the actual language was into my own form. And I remember by the end of that year, I came back, my accent was gone. All of my little phrases and quips that I would say were all gone. It was just straight English. And I wonder if we kind of do that with prayers sometimes with God is like, we, we use culture to create our prayers, um, to make it fit exactly what we want, or just to, you know, do it for us when, and really, we need to learn the language of God by looking at His Word on what's appropriate to pray for, and yeah. being direct and clear because that's what God wants from us: is honesty and um, transparency.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. And so, as we look at the the Lord's Prayer, um, I'm just going to run through this real quick because I think there are just some important things um, to see. Uh, one, we we've already talked about it, but just talk in plain language, yeah. like just. You don't have to put together some awesome religious huge words. Like, just use the language that you have. Yeah. Be clear. Be direct. Just talk with God. I mean,
1: yeah. And in Matthew, I hate to interrupt no, you, but ahead. in Matthew 6, it says uh, in verse 7, and when you're praying, do not use thoughtless rep- repetition as the Gentiles do, <laughs> roasted, uh, for they <laughs> think that they will be heard because of their many words. So do not be like them, uh, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's good. So talk in plain language. Um, and then, you know, the Lord's prayer begins and it says, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. I think a good place that you should always start is uh when you start off praying, start off with praise and start off with a focus on God's will and his word. Yeah. You know, praise God for who he is. Hallowed be your name. Like you are a good God. You are great. You have done all these mighty works. You know, you are holy. You know, there's so much to praise him for. So start off with praise. So many times we're so quick to just go, God, give me this. You know, Mm. and and we need to start off with praise and just say, God, your kingdom come. Like we're focused on your work and your will. And so I think we got to start there, first of all. Um, And then he says, give us each day our daily bread. Pray for what you need. And I think there's a big difference between needs and wants. I don't think that God doesn't care. That's a double negative. <laughs> I uh, I think God cares about the things that you want because He cares about you. But particularly, we need to make sure that we're bringing our needs of today for Him. Uh, notice how He says, "Give us our daily bread." He doesn't say, "Give us like tomorrow's bread" or the, like. A week from now is bread. He just focuses on today, yeah. like daily bread. So focus on, like, hey, today, like, today I'm going into, you know, record this podcast. And God, I, I want you to be in the middle of recording this podcast. Like, so pray for, you know, daily needs. Or- yeah.
1: But don't, but don't, don't even let that be your own version of what you think daily needs are. You know, this is a slight jab. I know some of you may use the message translation, but in that actual verse in the message, it talks about give us this day our three square meals, you know, a day, which is totally American, you know, to have three square meals a day. And and so that's just a light jab. Some of you may love the message and I'm not just going to like burn you alive or anything. Uh, me and Jacob both, prefer more word-for-word word translations and things like that. But that was one funny little tidbit that I saw of there. I'm like, like three square I don't meal. know about That's that. Fair. you
0: know. So just start with praise and a focus on God's will and his word. Pray for the things that you need, like God cares about your needs. He wants to provide for you. He's a provider. Um, and then he says, uh, and forgive us our sins. So you need to confess your sins. And then also it says, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. So not only do you need to ask God to forgive you, but you need to ask God to help you forgive others. Oh, yes. So forgiveness is the two-way street, right? You need to say, God, here I agree with you on my sin. I'm turning from my sin, but also I need help. There are people who are sinning against me who I need to forgive, and I need your help to forgive. So pray about sin um, with God. And then he says um and lead us not into temptation. And uh so I think it's important for us to pray for protection and for victory over temptation. And and lastly, I think it's always good, this isn't necessarily in the Lord's prayer, but to end with thankfulness. I've always tried to when I go to God like I think sometimes our needs can be problems that we're facing. Um I think it's important for us to when especially if we complain about stuff to God cuz I think it's okay to come to God and say God I am struggling at work like yeah. this stuff is going on and I'm really frustrated it's good to go as you end God thank you for my boss like I know I've spent time and I've complained a little bit and I've I've been frustrated but God thank you for a job thank you for the ability so I'll, I always try to combat my needs, if you will, like the things I'm praying for that I need with thankfulness. Like, hey God, um, you know, I, I just pray that you'd help us, you know, my car is breaking down and I need need to get it fixed. Just pray that you help provide for us in that area. But God, thank you for the ability to have a vehicle. Thank you for the ability to have a, a mode of transportation that can get me to work. I mean, just trying to be thankful with the the things that we need as well. Yeah. Especially
1: when it comes to praying for your enemies. I mean you can't you can't hate someone too much if you're praying for yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. And so if you struggle with just hating somebody or really struggling with someone in your life, you need to be praying for them. You need to be praying for your enemies. How else can they possibly receive the mercies of God or at least help your own heart in in that relationship whether it's a Co-worker, or you know that person who just really drives you. Maybe the president that you don't like in this term, or or something like that. Be praying for the people that, by you know, by your human nature, you don't want to pray for. Yeah. God tells us to do so.
0: That's good. That's good. Not, I think Romans eight twenty six through twenty seven is a is a good place to kind of conclude. It says, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for when we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So I think there's a lot of comfort there because even when you don't know what to pray, just talk with God. Absolutely, Like the Spirit within you that God has given you will intercede on your behalf. Yeah. And so even when you don't know what to pray, just keep praying. Yeah. Keep praying. I think that's just such a good encouragement. If you've, as we've walked through this podcast, you're like, man, like I'm struggling with some of these things. Just know that the Spirit will intercede on your behalf. Just pray, just pray. And so just kind of recap a few things. Prayer is simply just a two-way open line of communication with God. You just need to talk in plain language. You just need to be clear, be direct. Um, You need to make sure that you know, you're not just throwing empty phrases or useless jargon, that you're just consistently talking to God as you would um a father. Yeah. You know? Um and that you're continually keeping your mind set on him and lifting up things as you go throughout your day to him consistently and without ceasing praying. You're you're praising him and focusing on his his word and His will. You're praying for needs. You're confessing sins and forgiving others. You're praying for protection and victory over temptation. And you're being thankful as you pray. And even when you don't know what to pray, you're choosing to pray anyways because you want to communicate with with your Father, with that's, God.
1: That's great. Well, so, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Woke, so now, No, no, no. Okay. I'm not I skipping. Like, I no, like, whoa, don't, whoa, don't worry. I'm not part. skipping. This is like my favorite part. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I sounded like I was in yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, wait oh, a second. Absolutely not. No, no way. Um no, I uh yeah, let's do this. Let's do this pouring. All right, you get to go first. I'll go first. Yeah. I'll go first.
0: Are we ready? We got a we got a we got a timer ready.
1: He's getting the the in the infamous timer that we we ever hit on time.
0: Five, four, three, two, one go.
1: You mainly men out there, is there a harbor freight near you? I have been looking for a tool chest for so long until I realized the last thing that I need is another box to throw crap in. I discovered that at Harbor Freight in the very back, they have these magnetic strips for $5 a piece that you can screw into the wall and you can hang all your tools on the wall. So I bought about Five or six of these things, and then another track that's like for the bigger stuff. And in two hours, all of my tools, which were in my garage, just laying all over the floor are now hanging up. It's really neat. I can see everything. And I'm not just stuffing junk in drawers and all that. And and if you're an OCD person like me, you not only do you want things clean and organized, but you will also want to have access to them as quickly as you can. You're not having to spend all day trying to find it. And so I highly suggest go to a Harbor Freight
0: near you. Dude, we need to get sponsorships. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because
0: we have been plugging I'm the
1: king p- of free sponsorships, man. I just, I like to shop. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I, I try not to spend too much, but when I find something, I really promote it. I'm a natural promoter. All right, I'm ready. Let's go, Jacob. You got
0: it. Ready? Three, two, one, go. So I've got some good news. My son is three months old, and he is now sleeping through the night. Oh, I am able to get sleep. Amazing. I am able to get rest. My life has changed. <laughs> I love my son so much more now. You're glowing. Uh, but, uh, no, it's been awesome. I've gone into, like, full dad mode now. I um, I bought a grill, a new grill, a charcoal grill. Oh, has a little awesome. smoker on the side. Um, I've started grilling every week, and uh, I've honestly found a lot of serenity in uh, grilling. I love grilling now. It's like when there's a screaming kid inside, and you go outside and go... I got to go grill. And you walk outside, and your backyard is like woods. That's amazing. It's like, oh, man, this is nice. Also, there's a pond that's behind my house. I've been fishing out there. What? And it's like, dude, so peaceful to just go out there. I am haven't caught anything yet. <laughs> what? Oh. But, so full dad mode, sleeping through the night, loving it. Nick's great. The end.
1: I, that was great, man. Anyway,
0: by the time this podcast released, because, you know, we, we record a little early, uh, by the time this release, he's going to regress and not be same through the night. <laughs> or right either back. he's going to hear this podcast. i got to make sure I don't play it with him. That's there, right. And then he's going to decide, oh, I'm not doing that time anymore. Time to scream again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it, honestly, once you get through for the first, like, 10 weeks, at least for us, everything changed. It was like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad. But yeah. Anyway. Well,
1: guys, thank you so much for tuning in on this second part of prayer uh, we just want to thank so much to our listeners who take the time uh, to to listen to us. We hope that it is a blessing to you, and we love your feedback. If you see us uh, or want to message us in some way or another, <laughs> we don't really have an official way that you can do that. But um, but at some point in the future, if you want to communicate with us or ask questions, yeah, you can
0: you're... always uh, you can always message our church on Facebook or Instagram yeah. or anything like that, um, and communicate with them about the podcast and. Absolutely. They'll make sure we get the message. And
1: hey, if you're looking for a local church uh, to join or just simply to visit, uh, you can go to PensacolaChurch.org. We are Marcus Point Baptist Church uh, here in the middle of Carr City of Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. And so we would love it if you came and gave us a visit. Uh, but we have truly enjoyed this series, and we hope that you guys have a blessed day.
0: Yep. We'll see you.